Welcome. Thank you. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Happy Hanukkah. Uh, happy Kwanzaa. Whatever you want to celebrate, whatever you feel like celebrating, whatever you're celebrating, um, happy that. Obviously, we were away last week. Uh, I apologize for that. I didn't let anybody know. Everybody, I'm okay. Everything's okay. Just took a week off to be with my family. Um, we, you know, we're, we're uh, two weeks separated from Christmas, but I feel like people are still kind of wanting to hang on to that last bit of 2021 because 2022 seems to be like uh, kind of like that first 30 minutes of Saving Private Ryan um, where everybody's getting shot up and we're just trying to get off the beach. Hey, I'm right there with you. We're going to get through this. We're going to hit the beachhead. We're going to hit those Nazis hard. Anyways, um, welcome. The first podcast, the first Potty Mouth podcast of 2022. Um, I had a pretty good year last year. I'm hoping for a good year this year. There's some big things happening for me personally and for the podcast as well. Um, we might be taking this podcast on the road a little bit. And we're hoping to have some more guests and some um, you know, some some more interviews and stuff that I wanna that I really want to get going. I apologize for not letting everybody know that I was going to be taking that week off. Um, this is much. This is very much a hobby for me, and it's a hobby that I love, and I really want to devote all my time to it. But with work and with being a parent and with everything else happening in life, and this uh, this um, this bug going around, I think it's called um, COVID. Yeah, it's it's everybody's just a little bit on on busy and a little bit on edge, and I just wanted to take that time to kind of recover and to um, take care of myself and take care of my family. And, uh, and yeah, and I, ap- I apologize for not letting, everybody, not letting everybody know, but I'm back. I'm better than ever, and I want to keep entertaining you. And welcome, welcome to this episode here. I believe in nothing, the Santa question. So episode five, here is how it's going to go. I was sitting in a Starbucks attached to a bookstore and I was on a date. Not really a date, I was more getting to know a person. And um, this person was uh, uh, quite uh, religious and I'm from a religious family. I was uh, raised uh, Roman Catholic. Um, this person was, uh, was uh, had found Christianity and we were having a discussion and I was in my period of life. This was a, a lot of years back. Um, I was in a part of my life where I was angry at the notion of a God. I was angry because I was not having a good time. I had had a very difficult moment, moments in life and it felt unfair. And I felt like I was being betrayed by this, this creator that was supposed to protect me. So I was inherently quite angry. That was wrong, but I was becoming um, an atheist. I was I was going from agnosticism to atheism, and um, and I was doing it angrily. And I was at this uh, bookstore with this person, and um, she was quite confrontational about the whole thing. Maybe not confrontational, but she really wanted to push at the fact that I didn't believe in a god. And so we were having a conversation, and she kept asking me like, "So why?" Why don't you believe in a God? And I went into my defensive saying like, oh, because religion, because of this, because of the church. And she's like, no, 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 that's religion. Why don't you believe in a God? And I kept kind of trying to like defend myself and saying this and that about this, about you know what we're told to believe and what this and what's that. And she's like, no, you're still, you're still attacking religion. Why don't you believe in a God? Well, this 
pissed me off to no fucking end. I was like, you know, you can't fucking tell me. And I just was getting kind of like, I was like getting defensive. And it was because I had no idea. These people in your life that want to challenge you to push and believe and to um, to really challenge your belief system, these people are important. I no longer talk to this person because it ended very, very poorly. Um, and uh, so it really challenged me to really take the essence of why I don't believe in a God and really come up with the answer to when somebody asks me, hey, Mo, why don't you believe in God? And my very, very simple answer to this is going to be a little bit later on in the podcast because I'm going to talk about how, what, and you know what it's like to uh, to to go into this uh, this this amazing adventure of parenthood as an atheist and then now as a self-proclaimed positive nihilist. Now, for me, for me very personally, there are two sides to nihilism. There's, oh my God, I don't believe in anything. Nothing matters. What's the point? And then there's, oh my God, nothing matters. What's the point? Let's do whatever the fuck we want because there's nothing that matters. We are so insignificant and so of nothing and going nowhere that let's just do whatever the fuck we want because nothing matters. I don't care. I'm going to go have fun. I'm going to go do this. I'm going to do go do that. I say this with the full knowledge that I am working a nine to five job that I am currently living within the constraints of the social norm and social construction that is our day to day. I'm completely aware that I live in this, what would you call it? Um, this equation that is life. But I challenge myself every day to find ways that I don't have to, as well as I'm completely engaged in my own thoughts that I know that this this doesn't matter at the end of it all. This just doesn't matter. So I'm gonna go into a little bit of a of of a little bit of a of a of a rabbit hole of a spiral. Um and I'm gonna do this while trying to keep um keep my own personal, you know, uh proclivities um surface level because I could talk about nihilism and what I believe for hours on end. And hey, you might not be interested. More importantly, I'm going to connect my nihilism, my wife's theism, and um, how we're going to be raising our daughter to 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 be open-minded to certain different things. So one thing that I'm not going to pass down to my daughter is hopefully my my own belief system i believe that there is a necessity to teach your children how to make up their own minds in certain things i am not going to force atheism on my daughter and i have asked um people who are close to me not to force theism on my daughter because i don't believe that forcing that own belief system is is going to be effective because then you just you just breed like-minded similar thought building people who are just carbon copies of you and you just don't let them think for yourself and that that absolutely bugs the fuck out of me because i, I do think like I, 
okay, hold on. Let me let me go back a little bit because I, I you know those people who are like, "Oh my god, I don't I don't I didn't name my child because I feel like they should just have the choice to name themselves." I'm not that person. Fucking trust me. But I do believe that to some degree your child needs to make up their own mind about certain things that are going to affect them later on in life. The fact of belief, you know, being, being, uh, having a belief in a God, having a belief in this complete crazy thing that's going to own and, and direct your entire life. I feel like this is something that they should be deciding. I'm going to um, tie this into something that is, playful and fun and every day and it's made a million it's made millions and millions of dollars and i'm going to try not to uh take you down into the depths of despair that sometimes is my life i'm i I really have sometimes uh existential moments where i'm like i just i don't want to believe in anything why does it matter i don't want to get up for work because it just doesn't i just want to spend all my savings go to fucking Spain disappear and live off the land for the rest of my life. And you know what? I'm, I want to get there. I want to be able to live off grid, maybe not Spain, but I want to be able to live off grid. And I want to be able to just because it just doesn't, things around me don't matter. We're, I like to call ourselves the random particle. We were created, we came to being, and now we're floating around with this own self-perceived egotistical, we are the most important thing in the universe when there's literally an a, an infinite amount of planets and stars that we have never have never seen because they're so far away that it's it, it if we think that we're the center of the universe we're absolutely wrong because we're not we don't even know the things that we don't know it's that mind-boggling anyways that's not this type of podcast i mean although if somebody has a podcast where you want to talk about existentialism like hit me up Cause like I'm down, let's do it. But anyways, let's tie this back to childhood and to my child and to certain things that we're not going to do that people have, people do uh, on a regular day-to-day basis and every year. And the most specific one that I want to touch on is elf on a shelf. Okay. Let me get this straight. And let me put this out there. You are not wrong for doing elf on a shelf. You are not incorrect. You are not showing your children certain things um, that, you know, are bad because of Elf on the Shelf. I have agreed with my wife. My wife actually was the one who came up with it. We're not going to do Elf on a Shelf. And it's because of this whole belief system. And it ties back to me, frankly, it boils down to this belief system that you, that your child or you should be good because somebody is watching you. And growing up in a Catholic, uh, uh, there's two things that I, I grew up with um, in the Catholic Church. Number one was this, you know, um, this belief in religion and this belief in in you know, somebody in the sky that's watching you constantly to make sure that you're doing the right thing and that you're following these golden rules and that you're following these mandates and all these things. And uh, and and that was something that was taught to me. The second thing that was taught to me um, in Catholic Church was uh, guilt. Uh, lots and lots of guilt. We are made to feel guilty straight from the womb. 
<laughs> if you don't know anything about Catholicism, um, you're probably better off. But right from the womb, we are told that we are born with sin and that we are born sinful. And that is the reason why we need to get baptized as soon as we pop out. Um, I don't fucking believe that. I have been baptized. I have been, uh, I have gone through confirmation. I have gone through, I can't remember what the third one is right now. Reconciliation is that the thing. I think it's called reconciliation. I don't remember. Um, I've gone through all of this. And then I hit the age of reason of, you know, the bright age of 14. And I just started questioning these things. And, and I felt that there was this, this, um, this obscene drive that people should be good because, God is watching. You should be good because God's going to know. He sees you when you're sleep sleeping. He knows when you're awake. He knows what you've been get, bad or good. So what the fuck for fuck's sake? Um, and, and, and that's what this, for me, that's what Elf on the Shelf is, is that this elf is supposed to be watching you at all times, watching your children at all times. And, and it's supposed to take that information and go from, the upper cabinet um, next to all the dust bunnies and report back to Santa and say, yo, Santa, little Jimmy's been bad. You shouldn't, I, I'm not going to be teaching my child to be good because they're under constant surveillance from a God above or from an elf on a shelf. I'm going to be teaching my kid to be good because they they should be good. They should be good for the next person in the room. It's like being... You know, it's it's like it's like watching out for your fellow man. You're you're doing it because you're you 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 like you have to. You, we all as a species need to move forward. We are all one species who are meant to move forward in unison to survive. Obviously, some people don't think this. I call that per that those people the the control element and the reason why you know we don't overpopulate. Hey, don't wear a mask, but. For me, like, I'm not going to be teaching my daughter to be good only when she's being watched. Like, it's it's kind of like a weird thing for me. And it, it very much equates to the religion. And so for me, there's a little bit of a of a of a parallel between these two things is that we're, you know, we're we're teaching our kids to be good, but only under the surveillance of one thing. And then to up that game, we're always telling them, hey, you need to be good because you're in the you're in constant surveillance of this entity in the sky. <sighs> I think it's kind of irresponsible. Um, for me personally, that is those only my opinion. And so we're not doing this with our daughter because I don't feel like this teaches her teaches them anything. It doesn't teach them, you know. It teaches them that you should be you should be mindful when other people are minding you. And I think that's a weird and. And not so good thing to teach them. But that's just my opinion, of course. And on the topic of that, on the topic of Christmas, hey, we all went through it. We all love Christmas. Most of us do. I'm actually quite, meh. I mean, I'm a nihilist. I'm indifferent to all, any and all holidays, including Christmas, Halloween, um, everything else that's under the sun. I'm indifferent to everything. I really don't care. My wife loves Christmas and I love the fact that she loves Christmas and she actually makes my Christmas season better because she's so energetic and so amazing with um with planning for Christmas that she actually makes me excited for this this time which is something to say because eh, unless I'm traveling I don't really get excited so we um we have kind of decided and 
I'm going to throw another name. Well, I'm going to throw the same name out because I think she's just incredible. Dr. Kristen Sumner. Um, she came up with, uh, she came out just before Christmas with this whole like Santa protocol thing. Um, and she came out with it on TikTok. And if again, if you're not following Dr. Kristen Sumner on TikTok, you should be doctor, uh, following Dr. Kristen Sumner on, on TikTok. She is, she's incredible. She has so much knowledge about children behavioral um, sciences and, and, uh, and you know, her, her specialty right now, or I mean, her concentration right now is kids in front of the TV screen. So, you know, screen time for children. Um, she has a whole bunch of like information and amazing science-ly, science ba- science-ly, bleh, science-backed information. Um, that she's putting out um, for the science of kids, uh, you know, in front of TV screens. And you might be surprised at what you find out. But anyways, going back, just before Christmas, she put out a series of um, Christmas and Santa Claus and her kids. And uh, uh, her uh, belief system is very much in line with my belief system in, in that we we don't want to raise our kids to, or I mean, I don't want to raise my kid at least, to uh, believe in something that is more or less a lie. Um, so, but, but the point, the, the, I mean, the, the, the saving grace is here that um, you can present your children with a, a choice at the end of it all. You're going to present them with a choice as I would with religion is that here, this is what Kristen Sumner says. This is not my quote. She said, here is this, this entity. His name is Santa Claus. His name is God. Her, her name is God. Um, some people believe in it. Some people believe in the magic of Christmas and this man goes about one night a year and delivers all these presents and has all these magical elves and, and you know, flying reindeer and all this stuff. Some people believe in it. Some people believe that um, there there is a God who created the universe and who blah, 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 blah. And some people believe in it. Some people do not. They don't believe in it. And some people believe other things. Uh, some people believe in other versions of this Santa Claus. Some people believe other versions of this God. What we don't do, I, myself, my wife, and what we're going to teach our daughter not to do is to judge, to make fun and to destroy the belief system or to try to destroy the belief system, to puncture holes in the belief systems of people who do believe in it. She's going to make the choice to believe in a Santa Claus or to not believe in a Santa Claus. And believe you me, if she chooses to believe in a Santa Claus, my wife's going full volume turned up to 11 belief in Santa Claus. Trust me on that. But we're going to be giving her the choice to believe in this magic or to not. And I think for me, that is a very important thing to be able to teach my daughter is that, hey, we don't all believe the same thing. You don't have to believe in the Santa Claus, but don't ruin it for the people who do believe in the Santa Claus because it is important to them. It is an important belief system. So why don't I believe in a Santa Claus? Well, because I don't really need to. Um, I, I, I've never, in, in my um, childhood at least, so being from a Latino, uh, but being from Latino heritage, we always did our Christmas um, the night before Christmas. So it was at midnight, we would open presents, we would have a big meal beforehand, and they would go to church, and we would go to church, and then we would do presents at midnight. So the presents were never really a surprise. First thing in the morning, they were just kind of there. And how do you get presents from there you put two and two together your mom's asking you what you want for christmas you know in october you put two and two together and 
there's there's your present. My parents never really leaned into the magic of Christmas either. It was just kind of like a let's do things and we have some traditions and we have food and all these things. And but we never really did traditions. We never really there were there weren't any really big traditions that we would do. And I mean, I don't resent it or anything like that, but I think it really fed into my later nihilism is that we never, I never really did any tradition. So I never really did anything going forward, right? And, uh, but I want to change that because I do want traditions and I do want to make traditions for our family for Christmas. Um, you know, and, but those traditions aren't necessarily, you know, let's believe in a Santa Claus. It's more or less, and that's my next topic of conversation. It's more or less more or less different types of traditions to help a fellow man. So, um, I, fuck, I forgot what I was saying. Um, but I, I don't believe in, in a Santa Claus because I've never needed to. I always thought, you know, my parents love me and they're going to take care of me. They're going to give me the things that I want and the things that I need. Maybe not the things that I want, but definitely the things that I need. And they're going to give me a few things that I want that are going to be fun and I'm going to be able to play with them. I never needed to believe in a Santa Claus because I had my parents and I had my family. And that's the kind of thing that I really want to kind of push forward. And here's the topic of conversation is that for me, Christmas is, for me, I want Christmas to be, it's not, it, it is, it isn't for me because I really don't celebrate Christmas. And up until meeting, um, my, my, my wife, like I really didn't make a big deal about Christmas. Um, but, um, I want Christmas to be a time of giving, not of receiving. And, I was standing in line. This was just before Christmas. We were buying um, my daughter a little toy for Christmas, like a little, like some stocking stuffers from Toys R Us, which Toys R Us is just uh, unbelievably expensive. Um, but anyways, we, we were standing in line and this family, and I'm not judging them. It's just like this family had, um, they had, um, obviously they had a few kids of different ages, but they had just like, they had two cartfuls of toys, two cartfuls of toys, like what an unbelievable amount of toys they had. And I can only think of like the mess, the uh, the God awful mess that these toys would make everywhere. And what I don't want, how, what I don't want to raise is a, um, a, a, a Dudley, you know, from like Harry Potter. It was just like, oh, you gave me 13 presents last year. And this year there's only 12 and I want another present. It's, it, I don't want to raise that person because it really like, it, it angers me when people are like, I can't believe you just gave me this. This is bullshit. You know, like, I, why, why didn't I get this? Bitch, be lucky with what you got. No word of a lie. One of my presents for Christmas, and I think it's the best present I got for Christmas, one of the best presents I got for Christmas. Um, well, two, two presents I got for Christmas that were amazing. One was um, the back of our car was getting like all gross with snow and stuff like that. And my mother-in-law gave us a the, um, like a liner for the back of our vehicle that like fits it perfectly. Amazing present. You know, it's not something that's super fun, but it's super practical and I love it. The other present that I got that was like, you know, the best thing that I got was toilet paper. I got a roll of toilet paper and toilet paper is fucking expensive. So give me more toilet paper for Christmas. Toilet paper for Christmas. Hashtag toilet paper for Christmas. So I'm <laughs> I'm thinking like I don't want to I don't want to raise and perpetuate that um, that commercialism in in my family, in my little tiny family. I don't want to raise that 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 kind of person who wants more gifts, who has more expensive gifts and therefore is better than, you know, it's, it's humility. It's a sense of humility and a sense of giving because here's the thing. We want to instill that sense of giving for Christmas and not receiving. People will say, and you know, I've, I've been known 
to give some pretty good gifts. I don't spend a whole lot of money on them, but they're always really, really meaningful and really important to the person. And it doesn't have to be Christmas. It could be a birthday gift or whatever. They're always meaningful type gifts because I listen. I pay attention to what they like. And I'm not saying like one person mentions that they like Snoopy and all of a sudden I'm giving them nothing but Snoopy. It's like I pay attention to the things that they like. I pay attention to the things that they do and the things and who they are. And I've kind of fashioned gifts that are meaningful and like, hey, you know, you said this one thing and it really stuck with me. So here's this like really cool gift. And I like the feeling of being able to give them that. Oh, hey, you were like super listening. And, you know, like I, I like to be able to um, inspire that sense of friendship that, hey, I was listening when you said that sort of thing. Then, then being like, you know, here's this like PS5. Hey, like, I mean, a PS5 would be nice, but like, if, if it just, it, I'm, I guess my point is like, I don't want to just give them something expensive. I want to give them something that means something to them. And I want to, I want to instill that to my daughter and to say, to like, you know, let, really pay attention to the, the things that people are saying, the things that people like, because it's important. It's important because down the line, this could mean something to them. This could really put a smile on their face. And that, that, inherent um, sense of giving is something that's important to me in Christmas. I don't like to receive things. I'm not a big gift receiver. I get awkward and I don't like really being the center of attention, but I do, which is kind of like a thing. But anyways, I don't like receiving too much things. I like giving things and I like being able to give to people who, I don't, I don't like spending a whole lot of money either. I'm I don't know, kind of frugal, but I like to be able to to give to give things that are that are that are meaningful to people, and so that's something I hope to give to to her to to my daughter and to kind of show her, you know, listen to people, get to know people, because that's more important than giving something that's super expensive. So, but so what are these things? What are these these Christmas traditions that are not really traditions that I want to perpetuate? My wife, who is insanely creative has come up with like a 25 days of Christmas, Christmas special, you know, traditions for each day of the month of December. And they range anywhere from making cookies to donating toys that were no longer, that you're no longer playing with or donating like clothes that we're no longer wearing and, you know, finding a, a local shelter that's taking in jackets and toques and stuff like that and being able to collect that, you know, stuff that we're not wearing, stuff that I haven't seen in a year. Let's pack it up and give it to the, give it to the shelter and give it to these people who are collecting things. We donated a bunch of shit this year because we were starting to uh, start those traditions with my daughter because it's important. Like I said, right? Like I want to be able to start that and she's too young. She's like not even a year old yet and she's too young to notice this, but we want to be able to start that ritual and start those traditions because Hey, the younger you start, the more they get to know. So in, in essence, um, the reason why I don't believe in a God and I don't believe in you know, Christmas and I don't believe in a Santa Claus is because I really don't need to. That's my answer. And that's the continuation to the story. I really thought and I hunkered down and I really kind of came up with an answer as to why I don't believe in a God because I don't need to. I absolutely don't need to. I don't believe, I don't need to believe in a higher power. I don't need to believe in something that doesn't exist to make me a better person. I don't need to believe in in something spiritual or something more than me, because I know that there's nothing more than me and there's nothing less than me either. There's nothing more uh, than me that is living that I should be answering to. And there's nothing less than me that I should be expecting from. 
We are put in this earth to help each other and to continue to give each other a leg up when needed be when need be. Um, we're we're here to be nice people because unfortunately that's kind of been lost in 2021. Um, it's I don't want to get into it and I don't want to go too far into the into this this fucking shitty rabbit hole, but I feel like people have lost their way. Um, and this is just my personal opinion. This is one guy living in fucking Winnipeg who has no idea what he's talking about. But I feel like people have lost their way. I feel like people are becoming shitty people for the sake of being shitty. You know, you, 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 this, this shouldn't bother me. And this, this absolutely should not be a thing that bothers me. But one of the things that, that just really irks me and and just gets me going is that people post, uh, news stories about, you know, um, the COVID and there's certain things and, and things that are helpful. Like, Hey, you should wear your, you should wear a, a KN95 mask. And if you're wearing just like a little surgical mask, make sure to double up because this Omicron thing is pretty fucking scary. The thing that bugs me the most when people, when, when, you know, um, the news organizations and, and, and the CDC post these things on Facebook is a little fucking laughing emoji that people do. And it just, it really irks me because you know, these people are laughing. Motherfucker, you're the reason why I'm still stuck in my goddamn apartment, you fuck. It, it really irks me that these people are not watching each other's back. When did we become so selfish? When did we become so self-indulgent? When did we become so privileged that, that, that we're now just forgetting that like the the discomfort of wearing a, a less than one centimeter piece of mask cloth on your face is become and, and, and is become such a big fucking deal like you wear a scarf you people wear masks all the time you wear a, you wear a mask when you weld you wear a mask when you fucking like when you're operating on somebody you wear masks when you're cold you wear all these fucking you wear you wear masks in hot Halloween you dick and you're sitting there and you're, you're, you're laughing at, you know, people who know much more than you have gone to school for a lot longer than you have. And, and you're, you've lost the fucking, you've lost the boat, man. You've missed the boat. This is humanity now. This is this people laughing. Imagine you're the good guy. Imagine you're, you're, imagine you think that you're the good guy when you're sitting in front of a hospital and somebody rolls by you in a wheelchair who's going to their fucking third appointment um, in, in the hospital for chemotherapy and you're the fucking good guy for laughing in their face and pointing and picketing those fucking people who are trying to help this individual that's, that's how they're going through chemotherapy. Imagine thinking you're the good guy in this. Imagine thinking that you're the good guy in this story. Bitch, you're the villain. And I think that's where things of people have lost their way. People have lost lost the boat, missed the boat in, in, in knowing and recognizing that we are here to help each other. We're here to live and, and help each other. Otherwise, what's the fucking point? There is no point other than to help the person that you're with and help the people that you love. My discomfort at wearing a mask, I hate wearing a mask. I absolutely fucking, it's, I hate it. I hate wearing that shit on my face. I hate having to double mask. Oh, it's the worst. I take martial arts and now I have to wear a mask in my martial art class and it's, it's, it's stifling and it's hot and it's disgusting and I have the worst acne I've had since I was like 16, but I fucking wear it because my discomfort means very little when my getting sick could kill your grandmother. We've missed the boat, people. In this Christmas season in 2021, my my dad had to wait 
for three months, for four months almost, four months, to get a test done to show that he didn't have cancer. We waited and we waited and we waited, and it was because our system was so backed up that they weren't taking unnecessary, quote unquote, appointments and tests. So we waited. Luckily, luckily, the test was finally done. He got fast-tracked a little bit just because of his age. He got fast-tracked and he got things, he got the test done and it's negative. My dad does not have cancer. I have to be thankful that that wasn't the case. But imagine if he did. Imagine the number of people who are waiting for an exam, who are waiting to have something tested or done or find out a heartbreaking piece of news, medical news, and not being able to get in because some fuckbag got COVID who didn't believe in masks, who doesn't believe in science, who doesn't believe in getting the shot. Imagine that. Imagine you are that person and you feel good about yourself and you take that nice tasty health care that you that were provided and you 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 take it for all it's worth but you don't want to wear a mask and you don't get yourself vaccinated i'm going to lose a lot of followers in this podcast but you know what i don't give a fuck if you're listening to this and it's angering you and you're thinking to yourself fuck this guy he's such a leftist snowflake don't follow me man don't follow me you're not going to like the rest of my podcast I say these things and I I go on this tangent and I get a little bit frustrated and angry because I'm going to be showing my daughter how to be a better person than that. I'm going to be showing that these people more than likely believe in some sort of God, more than likely believe in some sort of entity that's watching them. And even though they believe that this thing is watching them, they're shitty people. God's going to protect you. God's not going to protect you. The nurses and doctors are. I'm not going to be teaching my daughter to be nice because somebody's watching. I'm going to be teaching her to be nice and to be good and to be respectful and to know that the difference between the common good and your own privilege because she should know that and because it perpetuates the goodness in other people. So I got a little deep there. <laughs> I apologize. Sometimes I get a little passionate. And uh and it's because I'm just a I'm just a I'm just an angry person. Um don't know what to tell you. Honestly, if you didn't agree with everything I said, Obviously, that's okay. I, I really do. I, I want to be able to put this out there, um, not only to people who are like-minded, but who people who maybe don't believe what I believe uh, and who don't like what I believe, but are, are open-minded enough to have that conversation and to ask, ask the questions and do the readings and the research and asking the people, um, like, you know, to learn more. Like, I think we need to learn, we need to normalize changing our minds about certain things and normalize talking about things. You know, like if you don't know a whole lot about epidemiology or what's really going on in the healthcare system, ask a fucking nurse. Ask you, probably somebody you know who's somebody you know 
has a nurse in their family or knows a nurse, ask them. Ask them what's really going on in there. Ask them. Don't be judgmental about it, but ask them. Ask them with an open mind. Ask them what's going on because that's the only way we're going to get through this, guys, is is together and, and knowing. We have to know. We have to know. I, you know what? I'm the first one to mistrust anything I read online. Anything. Everything. From anything from the CDC down to Joe Blow's fucking uh, Facebook messaging of non or of anti-maskers, I, I I question absolutely everything. But I do the readings and I ask the people. I have two people who are in the medical system who are very close friends of mine. One's a family member and one's a very close, 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 close family of mine. More a family member than some family members I have, and they both are telling me it's fucked out there. It's absolutely fucked out there. So just ask and 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 help each other. 2021 was not a loss. The year didn't suck. It's not the year that sucks. It's the people who suck. We just have to suck less. We have to teach our little ones to suck less. It's the only way we're going to get through this. It's the only way that we're going to get past and do the and and be able to do whatever we want again to have the freedoms to do whatever we want again because they're not locking us down because they want to control us they're locking us down because we're dying in droves motherfuckers we're dying in droves we're taxing the healthcare system beyond that i don't need a god to tell me that we're we should be nice to each other. I only need to know that I love the people who are around me. I love my family. I love my extended family who are, you know, are my friends, who I consider my family. And I want to do the best for them because that's all we have. I don't believe in anything. I don't believe in a heaven. I don't believe in a hell. I don't believe in being punished for my sins. I don't believe in sinning. I don't believe in any of that bullshit. What I do believe in is I'm going to stand arm to arm next to the people whom I love on the day to day and for those people, for their families, for their grandmothers, for their mothers, for their brothers, aunts, uncles, I'm going to be the best person I can be to them because I care about them, because I love them, and because I hope with all my heart that they love me back and that they would do the same for me. And I'll tell you what, I'm not friends with people who are shitty. I'm not friends with people who who wouldn't go on a limb for me. I wouldn't ask them to because I'm just that type of person. I would rather suffer alone than have help. But I wouldn't ask them to, but I know at any moment in time, and it's happened before, at any moment in time, they would drop anything to help me and I would do the absolutely fucking same for them at any point in time, at any moment in the day, I would do anything for my friends. And I'm going to teach my daughter to do the same, to be loyal and to be friendly and to be good for goodness sake. (laughs) Whoa, that was a good wrap up. How do you like them apples? I could be a writer or something, hey? Anyways, I'm not going to end this podcast with uh, with a movie quote this time around. I'm going to switch things up a little bit, and I'm going to end it with something that I think it was a, a TikTok or something that I watched. And um, 
it, it, it was said something along the lines of this. I'm, I'm paraphrasing completely. And I wish I could, honestly, I, I wish I could remember who I had seen it. It was just something I saw a little while ago and it just really stuck with me. Um, and I kind of made it my own little Facebook post because it's, uh, it's, it, it was, it was really meaningful to me and I felt like it really rang true for, you know, how I'm, how I'm raising my daughter and how I'm doing things as a person. And, uh, it, it's, paraphrasing it says something along the lines of like um there seems to be this like misconception that um when you become a parent you like lose your edge you lose uh you become soft and uh you know you're not as as hardcore as you were when you were younger i feel like we should unpack this we've brought a human being into the world that is divided racially politically in thought, masks, no masks. This pandemic is doing its best scorched earth impersonation, perpetuating and strengthening misinformation and tragically feeding into uninformed, the uninformed minority. Scientists have literally come out and said, you could have unfucked this, but you chose to burn shit into our atmosphere and now you've truly fucked the earth. Parts of the world have set a precedence that can only be summarized by the premise of The Handmaid's Tale. Some of the earth's on fire, some of the earth's underwater. Having my daughter in the midst of all of this is probably the most metal thing I've ever done. Because if I'm not going to teach her to try to fix some of the problems that I'm seeing while I'm growing older, I've done something wrong. My daughter's going to be part Jane Goodall, part Jason Bourne. I wouldn't have it any other way. Thanks a lot for joining me, guys. Hope this wasn't too crazy for you. Let me know what you thought of the podcast. Let me know what you agree upon. Let me know what you don't agree upon. Hey, I want to hear with, I'm going to hear from everybody, everybody under the sun. Thanks a lot for joining me. Stay tuned for next week's, oh, wait, no, not next week's podcast. My wife and I have chatted and this is a little bit of news. I'm going to be switching my podcast up every two weeks now um, from now going forward. I'm doing this because it's just been a little busy in life right now. We're actually moving up to to a, a big move in our life and uh, and things are just going a little bit quickly right now and I just don't have the time that I wish I had to to concentrate on the podcast maybe later in, in the year um, or going into you know 2023 if we haven't blown up yet. Um, I'll, I'll go back to weekly, but for the time being, we're going to go bi-weekly with the Potty Math Parenting Podcast. So stay tuned for the week after next for the next episode, and uh, I'll see you then. Thanks a lot for joining me.